0: welcome to dig it this is the speaker it's kind of good to be back i have missed these ladies very much <laughs> welcome uh, back how you yeah. guys doing doing,
1: doing pretty well. good we've been keeping busy we want to know what's going on with you and what's been happening uh, oh. over your neck of the woods
0: well, I've I've come up with a theory. I think someone's opened one of the gates of hell and it started in reports. <laughs> so you... <laughs> it's plausible. It's plausible. I know, right? If you could tell I'm a bit hozy. I'm a bit tired. It's been a, a hectic couple of weeks. But we're we're getting through it. We're getting there. Uh thank you girls for doing this podcast and everything last week. You guys killed it. Well, yeah, no
2: problem, of course. But, you know, we were very interested to hear more about what happened. I mean, I know that Victoria has been going through a lot lately. It's not just one thing. It's just like one thing after the next, after the next. It's very
0: weird. It's uh, very, very weird. There always seems to be something that's uh, bogging us down, like the bank situation today, which we'll get into in a little bit. But it just always seems to be like something It's like, uh, you know, whether it's lockdowns or uh, it doesn't matter what it is, Victoria's really um, taking a hit at the moment. Yeah, so you
2: you went through your fourth lockdown. Is that still in place or has that been lifted?
0: It's still in place, but we can now, we're allowed to travel 20 kilometers. Wow. We've got a 20 kilometer range now. Isn't that nice?
2: And businesses are suffering like crazy there right now, huh?
0: They're bad, yeah. Uh, I I think Melbourne, last time I checked, has lost around 35% of all their small businesses since the start of this pandemic. Wow, that's a lot. Pandemic and everything else all all wrapped into one. So that is, yeah, it's, and these are small businesses. Big businesses are fine. (laughs) Right, of course. You That's know, the but, point.
2: They want to consolidate it all into these big businesses. All that business.
0: It's the mom and pop shops that are really struggling at the moment. And this, this storm that came in the other night. So some people were saying that it's like, I haven't seen anything like it in my lifetime. Uh, oh. My father has. But uh, what what they were saying is that it was it was pretty much like a hundred year storm. And it has to get reclassified because it wasn't just a storm. There was definitely, you know, a level of tornado there or something. <laughs> right? <And> the flooding, <laughs>
1: was... the videos of the flooding was insane.
2: And the winds knocking down and uprooting huge, you know, 100-year-old trees.
0: Oh, right? Some of the trees that um, got taken down were massive, like just completely put up on the roots. Now, see, this was in Colorama, which got hit pretty hard. Uh, so all these these trees would have been chainsawed and they would have been trying to clear the road down there. But you could hardly yeah. get in and out of places, like places like Kalorama or Mount Evelyn.
1: Even oh. your own street. Even Didn't my own you, street. Yeah, you're right. You had a tree down on top of your garage.
0: Yeah, that's it. That was uh, where's the street? So you so you can see like it, it's taken out like just directly. So that one was lying across our street that uh, we had to go chainsaw. So people could wow. drive through. But that was that's one of like hundreds. <laughs> in that property. And that's... there's 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 ones bigger than that, just completely ripped out from the roots.
1: Wow.
2: Yeah, so is... no no wonder the power was down because these trees were knocking down the power everywhere, right?
0: There was power lines down everywhere, especially in Mount Evelyn, where there is a lot of trees and all that. Uh I mean that they still don't have power.
1: Yeah, you guys had wasn't it like two hundred thousand people without power?
0: That was more. Some people were are, are estimating now that it was about five hundred. Oh total. my god!
1: Wow!
2: Mm. Wow! So, and isn't it cold there? I mean, because aren't we like opposite seasons?
0: It's freezing. Uh, seasons. It so,
2: I was worried about that. People being like, like when the power was out in Texas, when that was that, there, there was that huge freeze, you know, and people without power. So, um, have there been any issues with that, with um, just extreme cold uh, along with no power?
0: Um, the, the lucky thing with most of these areas, uh, like where I'm at in the back of Lilydale or stuff like that, it, it's it's very country. Well, no, not, not very country. We're we're on the cusp between country and city. We have, really have the best of both worlds. It's not far to go to each direction. But um, uh, we we're pretty lucky, as in a lot of us are prepared for these things, uh, especially that we're in uh, bushfire territory as well. So most of the people at my end know how to survive these sort of natural disasters. We don't do it before. or We've done it before. Uh, we, we do it every year to some extent, whether it's a fire or a flood or something like that. So a lot of people are well prepared. A lot of people have uh, fireplaces, generators. But, Good. you know, there's a lot that, that don't. And I've kind of been hit by something like that for the first time.
1: Yeah, and during a lockdown
0: good times and during a lockdown yes yeah but it was it was just madness like the amount of whole power lines and all that that just just got absolutely taken down so there's no wonder that the power was out everywhere like absolutely no doubt some people got lucky some people got it back after a day my brother being one of them because i was camping at his house for a little while yeah um he got it back after a day. We got it back after like three.
1: Ugh.
0: And um, yeah, there's something, <laughs> like I said, that's still without. I'm, I'm
1: laughing at the apocalypse tea and the and the soup photos I, you were sending.
0: Out. I didn't bring them
1: up.
0: <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was really camping out, man. I was you were. Living right.
1: <laughs> and what's going on with the banking, which is really interesting, because I just did a huge financial takeover um, and to do with your bank accounts uh, report that we're going to talk about. And Edge did a brilliant video summary on my lengthy report. And then you're telling us this morning about all these banks going down. So what what's that about?
0: Um, I, I we haven't really got a solid answer. I think, I mean, to me, it looks like a DNS attack. Um, yeah. like I just, I, I got a call from my brother yesterday and he's like, can you get into your bank accounts? And I was like, mm-hmm. uh, let me have a look. So I, I checked my Westpac one, which is one of the big four in Australia. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't get into the app or the website, and I was like, "No, nah, man, I can't." Uh, he, he's like, "They're all down," and I was like, "What are you talking about? They're all down." He's like, "They're all down, dude. Like, check the ANZ, which is another one of the big four. Is I like, can't get into any of them." So wow. all around, also all around Victoria, uh, we got this weird sort of bank power outage. No one could get their money. Uh, Facebook was going crazy. Um, I don't and This is after the
1: storm, right? Is so, storm. this yeah, is this this, relevant it. to that. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. absolutely nothing to do with the storm. So, they put it in this little graphic to try to show you what happened, <laughs> which is very cute, but it's definitely, uh, yeah, right. Definitely was not the case of these bank accounts. It was definitely an attack in some way, shape, or form. Right. Um, but as you can see, they were getting inundated with like people were pissed off. I mean, that's that's a very scary thought when people cannot get access to their money. Uh, right. This small. is why
1: people need to keep cash on hand. Uh, and and we were talking about it before we started recording, and you know, you start telling me the number. Of- that went out simultaneously and I immediately I'm like oh that's a data grab like what are they doing are they going in there and testing some stuff out for their new systems they're going to implement are they scraping data what are they really doing
2: a lot yeah. of stuff like this a lot of weird stuff like this with technology um, going down like the Southwest Airlines event that happened earlier this week as well and um, you know I don't think that there have ever been any, been any conclusive you know You know, determinations drawn, but everybody immediately thinks at this point, oh, that's a hack, right? Right,
0: right. Definitely. Uh, It's just scary that, you know, one bank you can understand uh, because we have those kind of technical issues every now and then anyway, but all four at the same time for as long as it was, which was a few hours, uh, actually, you know, starts becoming pretty scary. Uh, that some right. people were losing their shit on Facebook, man. Like uh, from I bet. what I saw. I mean, it's uh, it's a scary thing for when all of a sudden you cannot um,
1: yeah. Uh, get well, any and answers. then and then we're in the midst of them all wanting to develop these these digital certificates, health certificates, and passports, all under the guise of COVID, saying that these will be of the utmost security and private and yada yada okay okay how many attacks have we seen over this past year alone
2: and how many of those were coordinated and all done for the purposes of driving this agenda so they can say look we need to take over this because this is uh it's not secure let us just uh you know consolidate all of this you know let the government the big government handle yeah. all of this because we can take care of you we can make sure that you're not hacked and your information is safe and you can always have access to it oh, yeah. so then we create the problem so that they can bring in their solution and when i see these events even though the government
1: ourselves was 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 hacked you know
2: right right exactly <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> But yeah, it just goes to show you, um, you know, all of these examples here of what a digitized, just just being so dependent on this digital life um, with banking and with um, just any kind of communications and so on, we're so dependent on it. It's almost like the world just shuts down when these things shut down and uh, it can be devastating. So, um, yeah, I think this is actually a really good segue into this report you've done, Corey, because it just gets people to think about having some backup plans right. um, just in case.
1: Right, right. So as I had told you guys, so I started out my report um, by explaining that, you know, this wasn't something I was even digging into. I happened to be in my bank account and I'm looking at these insights, which had never been there before. And I'm going, well, what the hell is this? If you know their end game, it's easy to spot this stuff. And I'm like, oh, see what they're doing here. They're categorizing this and setting this up for the social scores and the climate scores, which is going to be the whole new credit scoring system. And they want us to be green and sustainable and this and that. So I start looking into, I'm like, who the hell is Yodley, this third party aggregator? And oh, my moly, moly, moly. I start finding all this stuff tied into BlackRock and so i did this lengthy report with a whole timeline and i said edge you do brilliant videos is there any way you can summarize this in nutshell it because that is not my forte (laughs) (laughs) i'm
2: like yeah yeah trying to summarize a report by Corey's digs okay in two to three minutes the goal was two to three
1: minutes yeah that was your
2: goal nearly seven doubled that and like i can't I cannot nutshell this anymore.
1: Without- I know, but it's so good. You did such a good job. And and whereas it doesn't cover like all the details, um, the most important thing, and we can talk about it a little bit after this, but I do want to roll this video because for anyone who's missed it or who hasn't seen it yet, it's really important information. And so it has to do with your bank account. Everyone needs to pull out of the central banks, get into the smaller family-owned banks. Are they going to be targeted down the road? Yes, probably. But we're living one day at a time, one week at a time here, and we got to combat this. And if everyone would pull out of the central banks right now, it would be freaking game over. So that's the first part. They're aggregating your data. They're setting you up for this whole financial takeover transition that was designed by BlackRock, working in unison with the Federal Reserves. They've completely sidelined Congress altogether. So I've got evidence upon evidence upon evidence in this timeline with documents, their documents, their words, their class action lawsuits, a freaking death, which is very suspicious. There's a lot to all of this. So, so let's roll this video. This wonderful this summary.
3: Of COVID-19 hitting the U.S. So-called scientists, politicians, public figures, and news media were already combining climate change with COVID. It was in every headline, on every website, and most of us knew where this was headed. But it's about far more than all of the climate initiatives and COVID restrictions. Yes, those are in place to control and surveil. But while the public is hypnotized with headlines of impending climate and COVID doom, the biggest engineered transfer of wealth the world has ever witnessed is transpiring against the backdrop of the covid-19 event the designers of this great financial reset put every piece of the puzzle in place knowing there would be a massive and sudden transfer Of wealth from a sick and dying elderly population to the millennial population, a population they have been trained to accept this new financial system of enslavement without question. If you think this reset will just affect the Federal Reserve, the Treasury, or Wall Street, think again. This affects Every one of us. Your bank account, your credit score, your mortgage, your car loan,
2: your business,
3: and your livelihood. In this report by CorysDiggs.com, you will see how the financial takeover is happening. Driven by the World Economic Forum, the World Bank, and the UN. Engineered by BlackRock which manages more than $7.8 trillion in other people's assets, making it the largest money manager in the world. It is in the top three shareholder positions in every major company and industry and has positioned itself in three high-ranking positions in the White House. It's no surprise that BlackRock and the White House have a revolving door through the Clinton, Obama, and Biden administrations, and were enlisted by the Federal Reserve to direct three of its bond-buying programs. They are the designer of the Going Direct Reset. Under the guise of financial wellness and climate-related financial risk, they have shifted the financial landscape into a streamlined system of surveillance and control. Through a new social and climate scoring system, BlackRock CEO, Larry Fink, who was appointed to join the World Economic Forum Board of Trustees, has used BlackRock's unmatched leverage to strong arm global banking and industry leaders into compliance with this new green financial system. And 450 top banks in the world have pledged their allegiance, aligning their financial decisions with the Paris Climate Agreement. With BlackRock as the designer of this global financial undertaking, a framework of financial control and surveillance was set in place. BlackRock's equity stake purchase of and partnership with InvestNet, the owner of Yodley has enabled access to one of the largest financial aggregator frameworks on the planet yodley also happens to sell your data investnet works with 17 of the top 20 banks along with 50 to 100 other banks financial institutions and companies they serve 4.8 trillion in assets and service 500 million aggregated accounts each day. In the year following BlackRock's partnership with Investnet, the CEO and his wife died in a fatal car crash. Just a few months later, three Democrats filed for an FTC investigation into Investnet and Yadley which essentially forced InvestNet into compliance with their plans. Now, with the social and climate scoring framework in place, financial institutions are categorizing your funds with clever insights on your bank accounts dashboard, collecting and sharing your private data, tracking your financial climate footprint and assigning sustainability scores to investments, all of which the Biden administration under BlackRock plans to funnel to the IRS. Under their climate scoring system, residential mortgages, commercial real estate, business lending, project financing, and auto loans will be affected if you have a low climate credit score will you be able to get a loan will you be able to access your hard-earned money this is a call to action read and share this report on CorysDigs.com. then check your bank account and find out exactly what third parties are wrapped up in your accounts this isn't just about spying on and aggregating your data This is a structural setup to move us into their social and climate scoring system. If millions of people stood up to the tyranny, challenged their so-called authority, and stopped funding the big guys,
2: we would see a
3: visible change. This is what must happen to slow the pace of their planned financial takeover in which if you do nothing now you will own nothing later
1: very good edge well i hope that people could hear that okay the volume like it's weird the volume seemed to be going kind of in and out there for a bit we'll have to
2: just leave a link in the description if you guys want to check it out so you can hear the volume better but
1: yeah yeah so so that sums it up pretty well um hopefully everyone heard that (laughs) but (laughs) but the gist is um you know I think everyone pretty much new. I mean, they've been saying this, the federal reserve has been saying this, um, that they're planning on moving us into a digital currency and eventually they're going to roll us into a cryptocurrency. And, but with that, we have all these other moves happening at the same time where they're saying, tying everything under climate, right? So they're using all the climate initiatives. Those are important too, you know, cause the smart cities is the end game here. So that infrastructure is already in place in hundreds of cities across this country, even though a lot of people aren't even aware of that it's, it's already begun long ago. So they're adding all in all these initiatives that are for additional, you know, surveillance and control, but it's, it's all working together for purposes of the financial system, the financial control over it. And so if people would just, ha, ah, you know, what does it take? A day of complete headaches of having to move your funds to another bank, reset, you know, your checks, your debit cards, all your accounts that you have auto-deducted, which honestly I'm thinking at this point everyone should go back to just mailing checks the good old-fashioned way. Um, so yeah, so, so what's one day out of your life? You know, it would, make, it would put a huge hiccup in, the, in their plans. We have to do everything we possibly can to combat this because they're not stopping. And for those that have made comments saying this is all hyperbole and fear-mongering and not to worry because everything's going to be just fine.
0: <sighs>
1: I encourage you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you've got the people themselves that are running this shit show telling you what they're doing in their own words, you've got the documentation, you've got the executive orders, you can go look in your own damn bank account. When you have all this evidence and proof, how can you say something like that? I mean, if, hey, if you want to keep your money in there and you want to, you know, you want to just have the faith that some someone on a white horse is going to come in and rescue you and this is just all hyperbole go ahead and live in your fantasy land but telling other people that it's it's just i'm sorry but it's ignorant
0: I, i i i like the idea of you know having hope i mean there was there was a long time where i felt that well i didn't feel it at the time but i felt like i was following something else Uh, and I wasn't doing as much as I should, just for myself personally. Uh, So I do understand the the idea of hope, but it it comes to a stage where, you know, you really got to look at the situation for what it is, uh, look at the timeline we're in at the moment, and take steps to protect yourself. You know, maybe there is someone coming to save us on a white horse, maybe, but waiting around for it, and putting all your faith in that is, uh, in my opinion, not the wisest thing to do. Uh, well, to well, the thing is, though,
1: is by having this knowledge, this is hope. Because it's telling people, look, if we, it doesn't matter that these people have trillions of dollars, right? If he, everyone were to take their money out of the central banks this week, it would be freaking game over. So this is hope. This is showing you, this is their plan. This is the layout. This is what they're intending to do in their own words and documentation. So here's the move you can make to put a stop to it. And if everyone would just take that action and do that, imagine what we could achieve. It's like pulling out of all the big box stores too, you know, which which is the other piece. But yeah, I just, I just, I don't understand the sitting around and doing absolutely nothing proactive and just saying, Oh, we'll all be fine. And. Okay. Well, I think
2: that there's a, some people, a couple things. There's, there's a feeling of hopelessness, hopelessness, where people feel like, look, I, nothing I do is going to actually work. Some people are just like, I don't understand this. Even if you break it down for me, it's just not in my wheelhouse to understand financial stuff on a macro level. Look, we don't have to go into the nitty gritty and all of the details on how the global economy works to understand how it relates to us and take actions on a personal level. Look, we knew this was going to um, this was this was their game plan when they started combining COVID with climate change. And we're like, where are they going with this? Yeah, we know this was their attempt to reshape their world into their dystopian dream. But kind of Mm -hmm. figuring out how they're going to implement it, the mechanisms they're using to do that and how we protect ourselves against it, that's harder to kind of grasp. And I think that's what this report really was about. And um, summarizing is like, these are the mechanisms they're using and how it's going to affect us. But we, you know, we understand our personal finances. It's just harder to understand more on that global macro scale, what they're doing. Right. And, you know, we're inundated so much with, uh, because, and, you know, these, these financial headlines, they're just not sexy, you know, they're not um, eye-catching and we're inundated with these, you know, very sensational headlines that keep us distracted. So, um, but we don't need to get bogged down in all of the, uh, the intricacies to to know that if we, if we can do some stuff on a personal level and all do it together, we can make a huge difference difference because Um, there, you know, it it starts, yes, it starts on the macro level with the World Economic Forum and the UN and then them using BlackRock to leverage all these other companies and all of these other banks. And then it trickles down to the banks, um, denying people or, uh, spying on people as far as what their... Uh, purchases are what their loans are and how right. they have to do with sustainability
1: yeah they're controlling all the banks and <clears throat> they're they're working on putting regulations in place that will monitor the spending of what's green and what's not green and the securities and exchange they're even involved in so i mean <clears throat> there's All top tiers are involved in this. They're rolling it out. It's 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 very easy to see when you look at the documents side by side. Their their end game here, and so, so yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah. And bottom line, the way it's going to affect us is with this new social and climate scoring system that they want to move us into it's going to affect the types of loans that we get say for example you want to buy a car well is does it take gas or is it electric is that exactly. going to affect your ability to get a loan for that car exactly, do you want to buy a house is it energy, energy efficient or not and, that and that's
1: out. the other thing look we see what's happening while i was writing this report and finishing it up all of a sudden it, you know that wall street journal article from april goes viral about blackrock buying up houses and then Then converting them over to rental homes. This is all of this goes hand in hand. They're 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 carrying out all these actions simultaneously for their end game. So so when you spot these things, I can't tell you how many emails and comments I actually got where people went into their bank accounts and looked and they're like, oh my God, I just looked and Yadley's in here. So it 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 all ties together. And when you see them doing it in the housing industry and what was the other one you just mentioned edge cars yes okay we already know know they're pushing towards electric cars and autonomous vehicles i have a whole report here on that that i that i had james do like i don't even know maybe a month ago um and this is this is a, a government levels here when i say they're pushing they're already pushing this shit through legislation so so we already know they're working towards that. So like you said, they go to buy a car and they say, uh, oh, you know, your score's not very green. You've been slacking on that. So we'll give you an auto loan, but it's going to have to be an electric car. Or no, we can't give you a mortgage on a house because you're between your social score and your climate score, your whole uh, credit, you know, credit score has dropped down. However, if you move into this smart city right here, we can get you a loan on that because that'll, that'll kick your score right up. I mean, they actually say in here, hang on, I'm going to have to like keyword search this in my report. Oh boy. Let's see. Worthy, worthy. Here we go. Okay. The new credit scoring system. This is on the World Economic Forum. They have a whole report on this. I have it linked in here. And they say, um, as AI... Evolves, the potential to open new paths to economic development is immense. Traditionally, consumers looking for a loan are evaluated on their previous credit history, captured by companies such as Equifax, Experian, TransUnion, and others. With AI algorithms, the capability to predict credit worthiness through alternative credit scoring can potentially expand the marketplace to cover over 45 million people in the U.S. alone who have no credit score. Right. <laughs> so you can see where they're going with all this. Right. I mean, they don't, they don't your, hide it.
2: And your bank account's linked to that because they're already categorizing things. So you know yeah. that they're what they're do is, doing is aggregating and figuring out, okay, this is how much money that they're spending on things that are not green. Right. And and so so that will all play into once this whole scoring system really rolls out and takes steam but um and then you you mentioned something really important is that this through i think it was biden's executive order um they're going to be funneling all this aggregated data through third parties that are linked to your bank account then over to the irs right and Mm -hmm. then so so then now the irs and so they can say look we're tax we're going to start taxing things now that aren't green and we're going to know what you're spending on things that aren't green. Because well, and of- they want
1: to hire, he, he wants to put millions and millions of dollars to, to increase the IRS and start running audits and, and try to um, nail people who they don't think have paid enough taxes. And so I'm in my account the other day, now I, I've switched banks, but I was in my account the other day and I'm scrolling through looking at all these categories. And they don't have it in the main insights, but when you look at deposits made and you click on and expand those, it shows the categories they're under and they're, they're marking it as income on stuff that wasn't even income. So, I mean, and don't even get started on the whole legal tax system altogether. That's another <laughs> area that people could be combating, combat the damn central banks, combat the whole tax situation. It's illegal. And um. And the big box stores, you know? Yeah. It's, and so while
2: all this is going on... These are um, all things
1: we can do. And if millions of people did it, it would be game over. Mm-hmm. So, right. And, then,
2: and as you mentioned, while they're working on this whole climate and social scoring system, meanwhile, they're also working on converting... Uh, the, first of all, they're, they're spending federal money, they're, like, spending money on the federal level, just uncontrollably, purposely trying to tank the dollar while they're working on switching over to a central bank backed digital currency where it will be so convenient so streamlined so easy to track your social and climate scoring
1: oh yeah oh yeah and all the banks are working together it's a huge aggregation system they're building out apis not just the banks i mean you got you got uh Fidelity, Schwab, you know, there's all the investment portfolios, all of it. It's one huge giant financial conglomerate and they're going to share all your data.
2: Right. So, and I know that there were some comments as far as, um, you know, the fear mongering side of things and, you know, you're just, you know, being an alarmist or whatever the the, the commentary was, but I don't think that that's the point. And as you just mentioned, it's, it's helped. Um, because you're, you're also talking about solutions. Like, look, this is their plan, but right. we simultaneously need to have a plan to counteract that. If we work together, then we can thwart their plan. So, right. um, and, and so we should maybe talk about that because I think people were asking for specific financial advice. And personally, I, I know I don't feel comfortable giving financial advice to people, but yeah, I mean, I know in general, you're saying like if we pulled our money out of the big banks, Put them in say credit unions or smaller uh, banks but you also have to research those too to a degree right
1: right right and eventually the the bigger banks will eventually know this whole system and structure they'll try to come for them and everything but right now like we can we can only do what we can do in the moment with combating them and if we don't stay in sync or one step ahead before they achieve their goals, then they will achieve them. And yeah. so if people are scared by this, I'm sorry, I'm not, this isn't my plan. <laughs> I'm trying to show you the evidence of what they're doing. So you can make your own plans and figure out how to combat it. Right. And I have had a couple of people ask me like, well, what do I do about my 401k? My God, I don't know. I don't even have a 401k. So Right, you know, right. it's diversify, uh, you know, yes. it's hard assets, it's real estate, it's, yes. it's if you're into precious metals, if you're into, you know, buy um, supplies, materials, items you're going to need in the future that they might be trying to remove or inflate right now. Um, you know, those, those are the things that are really going to matter. If you have the funds to pay off your mortgage and own something outright, great. I know a lot of people don't. I certainly don't um so so we can only do what we can do and we can't live in a state of fear we have to. we have to stay in that state of hope and in order to have hope you have to understand what you're dealing with so that you can actually take action yeah and i
2: think the way that that's the way i look at things too is i i this is kind of my motto for everything is hope and pray for the best and prepare for the worst. Right. And I think that's a really safe way to go here. It's let's not, you know, set our hairs on fire, hair on fire and run around screaming, "Ah, you know, the world's coming to an end. No, that's not productive. It's to, um, it's to hope and pray for the best yet prepare for the worst. And for me, you kind of hit the nail on the head. I've had several goals as soon as I saw this financial reset coming And for me, it was a lot about um, working towards becoming debt-free. And that is really, really hard. I mean, it's easy to say, and it's really, really hard to do because we're a society that's been, you know, the American dream we've all been taught you know this is how you do things you uh, get into a whole bunch of student loan debt to go to college <laughs> right. and then you work your butt off your entire life in a job trying to pay that off and you get married and you have children and you buy a house and then you get this huge mortgage and all this credit card Everyone's debt and all, working of this stuff. all the time yeah yes, yes. live in paycheck, paycheck i know i did this To I afford this. the dream it's really hard to reverse that And have a totally different mindset. But for the past, I'd say, um, year or so, I've been working on that. And it's not like an all of a sudden, let's do all of this all at once and make rash emotional decisions. It has to be very measured, very calm, and incremental. Um, And and, and just taking your time to make good decisions to protect yourself and the people that you love and um so so just getting debt free has been a goal for me um but also putting um money into tangible assets that you as you'd mentioned like real estate i would love to own a house outright i don't know if that's going to be possible right but um that would be great uh that's a goal
0: um
2: other tangible assets (laughs) (laughs) speakers like (laughs) my my house is under a bunch of trees right now fancy
0: fancy ladies
2: (laughs) but commodities like you were saying um just buying a a bunch of commodities and metals um like gold all these tangible assets that it's not digital it's not on paper it's actually actually physical and it has intrinsic value and i can use it to maintain my freedom away from this financial system that they're setting in place. Right. So these my goals. But it's like, I'm, I'm not all the way there myself. I'm not saying look at everything I've done. I'm like, this is a process.
1: It is a process. And, and one of the biggest parts to that is we, we cannot feed the beast. Right. Right. So, so by pulling out of the central banks, and now speaker has the other article up that I just published this morning. Big solution: well-established patriot shop with over four hundred and fifty USA-made products with no poisonous chemicals, no debt, and no buy-up. You got to ditch the big box stores. So, so I'm going to be building like a, a resource of of market market links. You know, like where people can. People, I think people are smart enough to already know. You find your small local grocer, your butcher, your deli, right? Family owned, individually owned. Um, You find your local farmers. You look at the farmer co-op plans. I have, in the end of this report, a link. I came across this really cool site called farmmatch.com. It's like you enter in your zip code and it links you to any local farmers you have, either some of them might not be so local it might be shipping only but these are all farmers and so and we really need to support them right now I, I i
0: i think i've talked about it before the the small butcher in my town that um has been making waves actually and like everyone I talk to is like oh yeah go down there get your meat from there instead of the big stores because the big stores are of course they're getting meat for cheaper they're cutting it down it is cheaper to buy from them such as the Coles and the Woolworths that I'm next to but everyone goes to this butcher yeah he's more expensive uh, but he's local owned Uh, he has like cookouts every Saturday for the locals that they come down they try healthier it's way healthier right he that they, well they run their own farm I think it's like a, it's a family they run their own farm and coals. uh some of the big uh places around our area are so threatened by them it's like not even funny at the moment and they just mm. keep refusing anything that's coming from these big guys and they just you know they want to keep it a family thing and you know, yeah that's... the whole area is uh yeah just for some reason just going towards them so you can tell the difference you know
1: it's awesome it's awesome and that's what people need to do and so like on com, if you enter your zip if there isn't one in there that's local um and maybe you know someone and you could tell them hey go get on this site um it's it's really cool i found a handful by me and then there's also ones that ship so you go in and you order and then you set your like they have scheduled dates in um a location that's real close to you where like, say every Thursday you go do your pickup or something. So, um, and then you've got, you know, your local little hardware stores, you know, that aren't the big, big box chains. Um, so you want to, you know, and then find your online sources, you know, there's some good seed suppliers out there. And so I'm going to be building this list, but this particular article, this is like 450 products. We're talking like Oh my gosh, all your whole household cleaning supplies, you know, like dental stuff, hygiene stuff, um, first aid treatments, essential oils, there's uh, some snacky type yummy food and sports drinks and just tons and tons of products. And what I love is the dude who started this, okay, it was no debt. This is all US made, all ingredients, everything is made. They manufacture, they distribute, it goes right to your door. And no, this is not Amway. So they don't have the poisonous chemicals in them. If you scroll up like one inch speaker, yeah, they don't have like the chlorine bleach and the ammonia and formaldehyde and all that stuff in the uh, parabens. And I can't even say the other word. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot how to say that word but they're not in there. And so I find out about this and I get all excited and I'm like, Oh my God, this is the best solution ever because I've been trying to find places where I don't have to keep researching the damn ingredients or like what's coming from China right. or what's coming from some other country. And especially vitamins, the vitamin market's gone off the hook. Like you don't even know what you're getting in and half the vitamins out there. There's some really good vitamin suppliers though. Don't get me wrong, but you know what I'm saying? There's because of Amazon, right? You've got like all these different suppliers coming in and, and tons of the stuff on there's coming from China. Right. And so it was exhausting trying to research this and find, well, where can I get this one product or this line of products? And so finally my friend tells me about this and I'm like, Oh my God, how did I not even know about this? And so I'm like, I'm going to have to share this with everyone. And, and here's the thing. So it's all by word of mouth and they don't, and this is how they've thrived, right? Everyone knows how we've been censored to the hilt. We've been deplatformed. People have lost their bank accounts, their PayPal accounts, their Patreon accounts. It's ridiculous how you get attacked. Mm -hmm. And so this was done very smartly many years ago and it's all through word of mouth and you just have another patriot hook you up and you can get right in and there's no freaking commitment and it's awesome. The yeah. products are incredible. I've, I, I waited a month before I even wrote this up. Cause I'm like, I, I'm not, you know, me, I'm not going to promote anything unless I fully believe in it. And I've, I've researched it and know who owns it, knows who's running it, knows, you know, the, uh, how it's all working. And the coolest thing is you can even call there and talk to them and you don't know, get a robot on the phone. Imagine that a real life person. <laughs> wow.
2: Good ways. So, Going back I to, the to the good old days.
1: <laughs> I wanted to try all the products and everything. For I mean not all, obviously. I couldn't afford 450 products right now, but um a, a ton of them. I've tried a, a ton of them, and um so so this is one really awesome source, and this is a way where you know I'm referring to it as like the Patriot Shopping Club because it's like everybody's helping everyone else, right? We all support the little guys. We all support one another that are not looking to uh, ever sell out or get freaking hacked to pieces by the criminals or, you know, not giving them our money. Everyone's got to pull out of Amazon, pull out of the big, um, I think a lot of people have already pulled out of the big Hollywood game, the entertainment industry altogether
0: yeah definitely people listening to this
2: yeah so i think this is a win-win we were looking for ways to get away from big box stores away from amazon while supporting people who share our values and you know selling products that are made in the usa not in china and getting away from those harmful chemicals that were being inundated with the store products um so this is definitely a win-win and um it looks like their business model is somewhat immune to this woke cancel culture, um, that we
1: see everywhere. So that's a good yeah. thing. And they, they have, there's no debt. They don't owe anyone. They don't take money from anyone. They don't advertise and they can never be bought. So. Yeah. You know, that's to me, <laughs> those are like really big, important things. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially the ingredients in the products are phenomenal. So. Well,
2: I applaud you, Corey, for looking for solutions. I mean, you know, it's it's one thing to complain. We we know we know about the woke cancel culture. We know about um, the consolidation. Uh, you know, the close closing of all of these small businesses through lo- whether it's lockdowns or cancel culture or whatever it is, but the consolidation of all of our business to these huge box stores and to places like Amazon who then can t- turn around and use that power that they have uh, against us to steer the society in the direction that they want it to go. And uh, we were looking for solutions. And I applaud you for um, actually taking the time and finding some of those solutions and-, and building on that. And I think in your article, you had encouraged other people to like make comments and, yeah. and link to that so we can kind of keep adding to this list of patriots um, that are providing alternative ways for us to make purchases without having to compromise all those things we care about.
1: Absolutely. That'd be fantastic. So yes. yeah. Lots all right. Going on.
2: Lots going on. Lots more to come. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, I'll,
0: I'll, I'll try to be more awake next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, was, I just got lost into listening you girls for a while there. that was nice and <laughs> my coffee draining out
1: well now i gonna go back to chainsawing some trees
2: yes yes uh, going back this, to lumberjack mode uh, well such
0: a, such a big day today yeah it's been a big
2: day. we hope that you get everything sorted out with your your house and your garage and your cars and your property and yeah. And all of that going that madness That's going nice. on in Victoria right now. And um yeah, we need you back. We need you back full full steam. So
0: I'm like at twenty five percent steam at the moment.
2: Yeah, we understand.
0: <laughs> get back <laughs> yeah, to that hundred would be would be nice. would be nice. Yes. We'll yeah, yeah.
2: But in the meantime, we got this. You got we this. Got this. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us today on Dig It with the speaker, myself, the Sharp Edge, and Corey Lynn of Corey's Digs. Please be sure to share this podcast. We're on BitChute, Foxhole, GabTV, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, Pild, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and YouTube. We'll see you back next time right here on Dig It.